check one, two. There we go, Darren. There we go. Okay, let's just get into the game then. We will. Welcome. Good afternoon to Riften, Pennsylvania. Today's game, your Lady Eagles against the Twin Valley Lady Raiders. Morgan Herb on the mound for Exeter. The count to Carly Arbogast, two and one. Sorry, folks, we're getting a late start here. This one fouled straight back. It'll even the count at two. But that's all right. We will get everybody up to date, Jerry. No problem whatsoever. So today's game is a crossover Burks 1-2 league game. Of course, the Exeter Eagles, the Twin Valley Raiders. We are in the top of the first. Morgan Herb on the mound. This is an off-speed pitch, which is laced to left field. It goes all the way to the wall. It's picked up. Carly Arbogast will be in at two with a double, hitting it down the line. Morgan Herb threw an off-speed pitch there that Arbogast was all over. And they'll have the leadoff batter on. It's a nice one that she laced down the left line, Darren. Here's a sacrifice, it's gonna go right back to Herb. She goes to one for the out. The sacrifice, good, that'll take Arbogast to third. So one out here in the top of the first. We should identify, Darren, welcome everybody to the Exeter Sports Network coverage of the Exeter Lady Eagles and the Twin Valley Raiders. We were gonna get there. <laughs> it may not have happened till the second <laughs> inning, but we would have gotten there. All right, Morgan Herb toes the rubber. She fires. Here is a shot to the gap in right center. It's off the wall. Ball thrown in, run scores, and in with a double and an RBI. And of course, they've changed the entire lineup on me with what I was accustomed to. So I will catch up as far as who has done what. <laughs> a couple of great hits here already by Twin Valley. So number 23 is Megan Burnett. Here's a shot. Foul. Fortunately. Yeah, that is fortunate. That would have been extra bases and another run in yeah. for Twin Valley. Thanks, Richard. Burnett back in the box. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss. Strike two. That was a hard swing, Darren. Well, when you make a connection off that first pitch, as she did, then you get it in your head that you can take the next one, too. She connected with that one. That ball still be sailing. Here's the pitch from Herb. It's a foul ball coming our way. It's going to go out of play. It'll keep the count nothing and two. One of the dads chases it down. That's what, that's what dads do. They chase down foul balls. He was ready, man. He was up and out of his chair, ready to go. Sign that kid up. So, yes, welcome to the Exeter Sports Network brought to you by Jerry Gallup Media. We are in the top of the first. It's 1-0 Twin Valley. One out here in the top of the first. And here is a strike three swing and a miss from Megan Burnett. That'll take care of her for the second out of the inning. 
Up will come number 29, Kylie Wheatley. Here's the first pitch. It's in there for a called strike. Nothing in one. Morgan toes the rubber. Fires. It's a ground ball to the third baseman. She scoops it up, takes her time, fires it over to first. She's Boom. got it. Nice play by S Sasha Bolonski, getting it over to Cheyenne Boyles for the third out of the inning. So we've played one half of an inning here in Riften. Twin Valley put one on the board. It's 1-0 Raiders. We'll be back. It's the Exeter Sports Network. The new Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. There's something every day of the week. Dancing to the oldies on Monday, open mic Tuesday, trivia or live music on Wednesday, Thursday is karaoke with Angie, and live music Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Entertainment galore, great food, and the friendliest people in Berks County. The new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road in Exeter. It's the inn thing to do. Check Birdies' Facebook page for the full entertainment schedule. It's the Exeter Sports Network. We are back for the bottom of the first inning. Coming up for Exeter will be the center fielder, Taylor Hill, the second baseman, Caitlin Stanley, and the right fielder, Jaritas Flores. So let's talk some Exeter while they warm up to get the bottom of the first started. One year ago, Exeter... The Burks won league champion at 11 and 1, 24 and 5 overall. Jerry, if you remember, we had some incredible games here. They won the District 3 5A championship, a the PIAA 5A quarterfinalist. They were stocked. Darren, what I remember from last year is the variety of wins. There were come from behind wins. There were put them away early wins. There were wins, uh, walk off wins. I mean, yes, that team was loaded for bear. And we'll talk about that team in a second. The left-handed hitting Hill comes to bat. Here's the first pitch. It hits her. She'll take her base. Take every base runner you can get right there. So this is going to be, that's right, this is going to be Erin Cromwell. She is Twin Valley's number one. So Hill on first, hit by the first pitch. Wait a uh, minute. They've waved it off. Apparently it looked like she was hit going to first base. They waved that off, so I'm going to assume ball one. Now they're going to say it hit her bat. It's strike one. Wow, what a, what a great way to start. Here's the pitch from Cromwell. It's a pop-up. Cromwell comes off the mound to her left. She makes the grab. So Taylor Hill is the first out of the inning. Next up, the second baseman, Caitlin Stanley. Here's Cromwell's first pitch. It's up high, ball one. In talking about last year, Jerry, 
if you remember Haley Spiker, she was the player of the year at shortstop for Exeter. She led the team. I believe she was the Burke softball player of the year, was she not? She was. There's a pitch up high. It's ball two. She was their all-everything. They also had Taylor Menser and Taylor Knob. They were both, one was all-county, Menser, Knob was all-division. Next pitch fouled straight back. It's two and one. So while it's a lot of talent to lose at graduation, they have a lot to replace that with, which will make them, of course, very competitive moving to this year. It is my understanding that Exeter has a great field system. Cromwell fires. It's ball three. Farm system. I don't know what I'm saying. That's all right. You knew, knew what I meant. We knew what you meant. Cromwell steps off the mound, toes the rubber. Here's the pitch. It's up high. It's ball four. Stanley a draws a walk. So she's a one-out base runner. That's a quick walk. The right fielder, Doritas Flores, comes to bat. Are we sure it was a walk? Are they going to call her back? I'm not exactly sure what happened with that first batter at all, <laughs> but here's Cromwell's first pitch to her. It's outside, ball one. Did we see the umpires confer, and is that what happened? Because like I, I lost sight of it. Well, I was looking down frantically putting on my board here. Here's a shot foul down the left field line. All over that one, but it goes foul. No, I was actually just frantically uh, adjusting my Twin Valley score sheet because they decided to fumble it up and throw in a different lineup for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. So I was looking down, and I didn't really see. Uh, it, it looked initially that she was hit by the pitch. So here's the next pitch from Cromwell. It's in there for a strike. That'll make it one and two to the right fielder, Flores. And, yeah, it was the first pitch, and she took the base. They called her back. Right. Which I've never seen. Here's the pitch fouled straight back. It'll keep the count at one and two. Eagles coach John Kasner leads them into today's game, two and one in Burke's one league play, six and four overall. Flores jumps back in the box. Here's the pitch. Out in front of an off-speed pitch, and she struck her out. It's the second out here in the first for Exeter. Oop. <laughs> this is the Keystone Cops version of the program. Yes, it is. Morgan Herb, left-handed hitter, comes up. Two and outs with Stanley on first. First pitch is a soft ground ball. Cromwell comes off the mound to her left, but they're going to call it foul at the plate. So no play, a strike on the call. It's nothing and one. And, Darren, for the first time ever, I have actually injured a phone. Well, you took a scratch? <laughs> nah, man, the thing's cracked. Uh-oh. Oh, good, more expense. Herb back in the box. Here's Cromwell's pitch. It's off speed down low. It'll even the count at one. That's what I needed in tax week, more expense. So Exeter started off slowly this year. They actually lost their first three games to Mannheim Township, Boyertown, Spring Ford, have rebounded to win six of the last seven. Here's the pitch. It's fouled off to the left side. It'll take the count to one and two. They come back with five straight wins against Mannheim Central, Garden Spot, Pottsgrove, Muhlenberg, and Redding. 
Governor Mifflin was on the winning end of an 8-1 score, and on Monday they came back with an 8-2 win at Palmyra. Here's the pitch, it's up high, ball. Two and two the count to the pitcher, Herb. Who also was a good hitter last year, was she not? Down? She was, she was. As a junior, she was lights out. Here's Cromwell's pitch, it's in the dirt, it's a ball. It'll take the count full, good eye. Herb awaits the pitch, here's Cromwell. It's in there, called strike three. She's down looking and that'll retire the side. No runs, no hits, no errors. We played one, it's one nothing. Twin Valley will be back, it's the Exeter Sports Network. Playing sports? Count on Penn State Health Sports Medicine to help you get back to doing what you love. Weekend warriors and pro athletes get complete care from our skilled sports medicine providers. They'll help you avoid future injuries with a treatment and recovery plan tailored to you. Same day and next day appointments available. Call Penn State Health Sports Medicine at 610-378-2255. That's 610-378-2255. Two two five five. Back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. We go to the top of the second. One nothing. Twin Valley. To remind you how that came about, Carly Arbogast got the game started with a double down the left field line. After a ground out, Aaron Cromwell, the pitcher, came up, laced a double, bringing home Arbogast, and just like that, one nothing. Twin Valley. The next two batters went down on a strike and a ground out to the third baseman. And here we are, one nothing, going to the top of the second. The batter, number 29, Kylie Wheatley. First pitch, swing and a miss, strike one. Now is that a... Five? Yes, it's a five. So this is actually going to be Emma Hahn, the left fielder. That is. That's not a five. When her hair is in the way, it's a yes. nine. When her hair is. <laughs> that's, is yes. That's you're why, exactly. That's why I said it. And then I realized, oh, wait a minute. It's no, it's the hair. <laughs> it making. closes off the loop. Yeah. When that happens. So one strike the count. Here's a swing and a miss. Nothing in two to the left fielder, Hahn. Twin Valley's coached by Kim Wall. She's in her sixth season with the Raiders last year. They were the Berks' two runner-up. They were 9-2, 17-9 overall. Here's the pitch. It's outside, ball one. One and two to Hunt. They were also the District 3-5A runner-up. So one year ago, they were stocked. Here's Herb on the mound and the pitch. It's off speed and a called third strike. <laughs> Nicely done. Strike out number two on the day for Morgan Herb. 
the first out of the inning. And that brings up the catcher, Haley Barton. And the batter stood there in disbelief for about a second. First pitch, swing and a miss on a fastball, strike one. Herb walks away from the rubber, steps back up to it. Takes a look in, here's the pitch, a swing and a miss, strike two. So after a shaky first inning, Morgan Herb has composed herself. She has one strikeout already, looking for the second of the inning. Here's the pitch, a little high and outside, ball one. So a 5-4 record by Twin Valley says to me that they are uh, struggling. Right, much like Exeter, they lost a lot of talent. The difference is Exeter has some youth. Here's Herb's pitch, it's off speed, a swing and a miss. Strikeout number two of the inning, third overall. And that's two outs here in the top of the second. That'll bring up the center fielder, Ella Herbst. Here's the first pitch. It's in there for a strike. Herbst turned away thinking it was a little inside, but she caught the inside corner. Nothing in one. It would be really nice to be able to get some uh, batting statistics, et cetera, et cetera. Went it down. It would. Here's the pitch. It's a ground ball to the third baseman. She's got it, fires it over to Boyles at first, digs it out of the dirt, and there is the third out of the inning. Nicely done. Sasha Bolonsky, when I get to the right page because the wind is blowing everything around. Nice play by her. Three up, three down there in the top of the second. We'll be back with the bottom half. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network. The new Birdies Inn is the hangout spot in Exeter. In addition to entertainment every night, Birdies has a great menu too. Traditional pub food like wings, nachos, and chili, as well as non-traditional fare such as fish and chips, they'll kill boss a cheesesteak, plus the best burger in Burks. Yes, I said it. The best burger in Burks. Two bars, including the enclosed, until spring that is, deck. Two dining rooms, smiling servers, and great drink specials. The new Birdies Inn, where they remind you to have fun and be kind. This is the Exeter Sports Network on Jerry Gelliff Media. one nothing Raiders as we go to the bottom of the second. Coming up for Exeter will be the shortstop, Haley Schwank. Here's the first pitch. You talk about the youth that Exeter has. Haley, a freshman, starting on the varsity team. So obviously a lot of talent coming up. Well, clearly. First pitch, a ball. Second pitch outside, ball two. Cromwell has the rubber. She takes a look. Here's the pitch. It's in there. It's stroke to center over the center fielder's head all the way to the wall. Here's Schwenk going to second. She is in with a stand-up double. 
all over that offering, taking it over the center fielder's head. And she is a leadoff base runner on second. Jaren Schwenk hit that one like it owed her money. It probably like did, very, very nicely done. The catcher, Elena Zatorski now up. Here's the first pitch to her. It's in there for a called strike, nothing in one. This is what I was talking about where Exeter has a lot of youth on this team, but it's very, very veteran, very poised youth. Here's mm -hmm. the pitch, up high, ball one. And the reason I say that, you take a look at the starting lineup for Exeter. There's a junior, a sophomore, a freshman. In fact, I believe two freshmen. Here's the next pitch. It's laced into right center field. It'll be a single. Ball brought in. Here comes Schwenk. She's going to come around and score. And Exeter ties it up at one. We have a tie game that easily. Schwenk just took off at the crack of the bat. Made a nice turn at third. Waltzed into home. Nicely done on back-to-back -back hits. Tying this game at one. There's going to be a courtesy runner coming out. Not a pinch runner? Um, I'm learning. I'm not there yet, but I'm learning. <laughs> and I believe it's going to be, let's see here. It's going to be number eight, Marion Eagle. So Cheyenne Boyles, the first baseman, will step in. The left-handed hitting Boyles. Boyles a sophomore. So we talk about Twin Valley losing a lot of that experience and not necessarily having the talent in order to continue the season that they had last year. Exeter quite the opposite. They've got a lot of young talent in that starting lineup and it's not just in the lineup, but they are productive. Yeah, we're seeing that very early in this game here in the second inning. Boyles takes a ball on the first pitch. Here's the second. High and tight, ball two. We'll see if they send the runner here, two and nothing. It'll be a, a little bit aggressive maybe, but force Cromwell to make a pitch here. Poyles is pretty much looking for a fastball. She gets it, it's on the outside corner, strike one. Two and one to the first baseman, Boyles. One thing I noticed in looking at some stats, Jerry, from Twin Valley games, the last two games that they played, eight errors apiece. So they're going to have to tighten that up. Eight errors in each game? In each game. Here's a throw that goes beyond the first baseman, a snap throw from the catcher, but it's backed up by the right fielder. So no advance. It was a ball, so call the count. Oh, they called a strike. So it's two and two on the batter. Here's the pitch. It's a bloop over the second baseman's head. She'll get to first. Nice bit of hitting there. Just poked it over the infield. She's on. And the third baseman, Sasha Bolonsky, will come to bat. And this is what we talk about, small ball. You, you don't necessarily have to crush it. Just hit it where there or not. And that's what Exeter's doing in this inning. Cromwell has the rubber. Yes, it is. Here's the pitch. It's a ground ball to the shortstop. Jumping over it. She can't quite field it. So it's going to be an error on the shortstop on that one. It was a slow grounder. Taking a look to Carly Arbogast. 
Now, as she was running by, Elena Zatorski leapt over the ball, but didn't make any contact with it. So call that an error on the shortstop. Here's a quick attempt for a pickoff at first, but she's back. Darren, that was actually a hit. They gave him a hit? No, 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 no. That was a hit that was caught by the second baseman. Oh, <laughs> let's see what happens. Or wait, hold it. I don't think so. They called her out at first. All right, so apparently what happened, an attempted pickoff at first base, and she's called out. She just wandered a little too far. So Sasha Bolonsky ends up being the first out of the inning. No, Darren, there's two outs. So it was, as I said, it went to the second baseman. Oh, who threw and to she first, doubled it off. Doubled her out. All right, that's what happened. Okay. Yeah. So let me take a look to see. Okay, so we're back to Taylor Hill. Funny, I, I go down to update my scorebook, and look what happens. So Alexis Turner hits a line drive to the second baseman. She makes the catch, doubles off Sasha Bolonsky at two. Correct. All right. Man, we'll get this back to where it needs to be. That's why we have two guys right here, so you can catch it while I'm updating the scorebook because that happened immediately. It's we need to invest in video equipment to get replays. <laughs> yeah. and in time, in time, Valdu. <laughs> so the count one and one to the batter hill. She steps back in, two outs in the inning, one across for Exeter, runners on second and third. Waiting for the umpire to take care of an issue with some equipment. We're almost there. What a beautiful day, man. Everybody in, in short sleeves and, shirt, and, and, and shorts and kids running around. Perfect day, absolutely perfect. 82 degrees here in Riften, gorgeous. Here's a shot up the middle, it'll get through. One run is home. Here comes the second, there's no throw. Taylor Hill has a two RBI single. And Exeter's up three, not, excuse me, 3-1. Make sure I get the score right here. They're great base running by the Lady Eagles. So Elena Zatorski comes in, Cheyenne Boyles comes in. 3-1 Exeter. Caitlin Stanley up, drives one to deep left center. It's off the wall. Here comes another run. She's heading into second with a stand-up double. Taylor Hill scores, and it's 4-1 Exeter. She missed a home run by a foot and a half there, Dan. She absolutely got all of that. A first ball fastball, driving it to left center field. Coming up with a double. That is the fifth Exeter hit of the inning. First pitch to Doritas Flores is a swinging strike. She struck out her first time up. Have we batted around, Darren? Uh, we have not yet. Eighth batter of the inning. Here's the pitch. It gets by the catcher. Stanley ends up taking third on the passed ball. 
So another duck on the pond, as they say. 90, excuse me, 60 feet away. Got to remember which game I'm calling. <laughs> one and one the count. Here's the pitch. It's a foul straight back. It'll take the count to one and two. Flora is back in the box. Cromwell ready to take the rubber. She does. Here's the pitch. It's a grounder through the left side. The shortstop has it, tries to get her at first. Not in time. Another run will score. That'll be an infield hit for Juritas Flores. Add the RBI, and it's 5-1 Exeter. Shortstop had no shot on a play at the plate, but that hesitation was enough to divert her attention from going straight to first and getting Flores. Arbogast couldn't come up with it. It was past the third baseman, Briley Ketterer. Arbogast was able to stop it getting beyond her, but obviously Flores too fast to first. First pitch of ball. Here's a shot to left field. It's got a chance. It's gone. Wow. Morgan Herb, an opposite field home run, bringing in two, and it's 7-1 Exeter. Dude, are you kidding me? That, my friends, was a laser. That cleared the fence by a good 15 feet. Landed in the bullpen. A two-run homer for Morgan Herb. 7-1 Exeter. They've batted around because up comes the shortstop, Haley Schwenk. She had a double her first time up. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss, strike one. In addition to that double, she scored the first run for Exeter. Second pitch of ball. Evens the count at one. Twin Valley's pitcher struggling a bit here. Here's the pitch. It's a shot. This one has a chance. It's on its horse. It's gone. A left center field rocket. The first one was 15 feet. That one was 30. <laughs> Haley Schwenk with a rocket to left center. And it's 8-1 Exeter. She destroyed that ball. Telling you what, one thing that the Exeter softball girls aren't afraid to do is swing that bat. And man, when they do, they connect and it goes. I'm thinking there might be a pitching change coming. Yes, no? We'll take a look. It looks like there is. So Aaron Cromwell will move to center field. Taking a look to see who the new pitcher is. That'll be Delaney Simmerly for Twin Valley. And saying that, Jerry, is it time for a break? I think it is time for a break. Man. It is time for a break. We continue with the bottom of the second inning 
Exeter has put up eight to lead 8-1. We'll be back. It's the Exeter Sports Network. State Health St. Joseph is here for all of your health and wellness needs. Whether it's our primary care and specialists throughout the region seeing you soon, our urgent care centers in Muhlenberg, Maiden Creek, and Straustown seeing you quickly, our emergency room in Burn Township seeing you now, or our on-demand app and walk-in lab, mammography, and imaging services seeing you anytime. We're ready when you need us to get you back to the health you need to live the way you want. Visit PennStateHealth.org to learn more. The new Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. There's something happening every day of the week at Birdies. Dancing to the oldies on Monday. Open mic Tuesday. Trivia or live music on Wednesday. Thursday is karaoke with Angie and live music on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Entertainment galore, great food, and the friendliest people in Berks County. The new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road in Exeter. It's the in thing to do. This is the Exeter Sports Network. Stepping into the box for Exeter, the catcher, Elena Zatorski. Here's Summerlee's first pitch, the windup. It's up high, ball one. She toes the rubber. It's in there for a called strike. It'll even the count at one. Here's the pitch up high. She fouls it off. One of those check swing deals. It'll be one and two to the catcher Zatorski. Similarly toes the rubber, here's the pitch. It's up high, ball two. Eight runs across here in the bottom of the second. Eight, one Exeter, two outs. Nobody on the bases. Two and two to the batter. Here's Simmerly's pitch. Up high, ball three, counts full. Darren, one of the great things about calling softball games are the red lights and the scoreboard over here. It is a little bit easier to see as far as what that count is. Summerlee has the rubber. Here's the pitch. Swing and Oof. a miss. Struck her out. We've played two full. Exeter plates eight in the bottom of the second. It's 8-1 Eagles. We'll be back. It's the Exeter Sports Network.
selling or buying a house? Call Mikey LeBron of eXp Realty. Mikey is a full-service realtor dealing in residential, business, and investment realty services. Whether it is local, statewide, national, or even international, Mikey can fulfill your real estate needs. Service to his customers is his prime focus, and that has put Mikey in the top 15% of all real estate agents in the nation. Contact Mikey LeBron at 484-772-5106 or on the web at myagentmikey.com. This is the Exeter Sports Network on Jerry Gelliff Media. We move to the top of the third. Jerry, it'll be interesting to see how many of those runs are earned. And it's all going to depend on, and I believe it's going to be that error, if you remember on the shortstop, yep. where before any runs were scored, it was a grounder to the shortstop. And as the Exeter runner going from two to three leapt over the ball, she wasn't able to corral it. Of course, everybody then safe. So maybe, I'm going to say maybe uh, not everything, because it wouldn't have necessarily been the third out of the inning but it may have had an impact on the earned runs for Cromwell. What are you thinking? Four earned runs. Um, let's see. They that was before the home runs. It was, yeah, it was before the home runs. And at that point, there were, there were no outs in the inning. So I'll be honest, I'm not exactly sure how that would play into everything because, like I said, if – if you're going to go through as far as what would have been the second out, what would have been the third out, to be able to determine that. Needless to say, we will wait for the official scores to let us know about that. In the meantime, Morgan Herb, we await the umpire. It looks like Twin Valley is making some changes. They're making the umpire aware of it. The Twin Valley or Exeter? He was in the Exeter dugout. Uh, he was in the Exeter dugout. You're right. So apparently there was a change, I would assume. Maybe a double switch. Maybe he just needed to sit down for a second. Maybe he did. Maybe he needed Calgon for those three and a half <laughs> minutes. <laughs> oh, what a reference point. All right. So Twin Valley will start off with their second baseman, Isabella Thomas. Here's the first pitch to her. It's a swing and a miss, strike one. So after a first inning where Herb gave up a first inning run, two strikeouts in the second, she sets him down in order. Here's a foul ball off to the left side. She's in the hole, nothing and two. Morgan walks up, toes the rubber. She's in the box. Here we go. Up high, swing and a miss. She struck her out. That's Herb's fourth strikeout on the day. First out here at the top of the third. And we go back to the top of the lineup, the shortstop, Carly Arbogast. She doubled and scored her first time up. Thomas is not a tall girl, so, so to say she swung high. Here's a grounder to the second baseman. She scoops it cleanly over to first. And there's the out. Nice play. Caitlin Stanley getting it over to Cheyenne Boyles on that first pitch. 4-3 on the put out. The second out of the inning. And it brings up the third baseman, Briley Ketterer. 
Here's the first pitch from Herb. It's up high, ball one. Morgan's pitch count exceptional for, through the first two and a half innings. Here's the pitch. It's a swing and a miss. Nice off speed there. Evens the count at one. So, Darren, getting back to what I was saying about Thomas, swinging high like that did her a favor, did, did Herb a favor because that strike zone is very small. It absolutely is. Here's a pitch. Strike two call. One and two to the third baseman Ketterer. You're exactly right. And as a pitcher, we've talked about it before. That's what you want to do. Move that ball around. Change the hitter's perception as far as depth of the ball. Here is a high fastball she chases. Strikes her out. Swing and a miss. And Morgan Herb has two strikeouts again in the third inning. We've played two and a half here at Exeter. It's Exeter 8, Twin Valley 1. We'll be back. It's the Exeter Sports Network. The new Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. There's something every day of the week. Dancing to the oldies on Monday, open mic Tuesday, trivia or live music on Wednesday, Thursday is karaoke with Angie, and live music Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Entertainment galore, great food, and the friendliest people in Berks County. The new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road in Exeter. It's the inn thing to do. Check Birdies' Facebook page for the full entertainment schedule. Now let's get back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. Aaron Cromwell pitches one and two-thirds innings. She can't get out of the inning. Eight hits and with eight runs. Only one walk, one error. And give her two Ks on the day. Not necessarily, when, when you say she pitched bad, I'm not going to say she necessarily was all over the place because she obviously was in the zone. Exeter just batted her all over the place. Darren, sometimes it's said that uh, a pitcher can make all of his pitches, but if the other team is swinging the bat, it doesn't really matter. Sometimes you have those days. First pitch to the first baseman, Cheyenne Boyles, is a ball. Similarly has the mound. Here's the pitch. It's off the end of the bat. It's a ground ball to the third baseman. She picks it up, fires the first. That's the first out of the inning. Very nice play there. Little dribbler. She went to it, got it, made the out. Briley, Very well done. Briley Ketterer on the play. Here's trouble. 5-3 on the putout for the first out of the inning. That'll bring up the third baseman, Sasha Bolonski. How you doing, buddy? Nate Covan Jr. Similarly has the rubber. Polanski's in the box. Here's the pitch. It's off speed. It's a ground ball to the third baseman. Ketterer has it again over to first. Makes the play. Ketterer's getting a workout. Two ground balls to the third baseman. And two outs. And Epstein. 
Up steps the ninth batter of the lineup for Exeter, the left fielder, Alexis Turner. Alexis hit into that line drive double play her last time up. First pitch in there for a strike. The line drive and then of course catching the runner off first. Here's the pitch. It's a shot to the Ooh. second baseman. Nice play there on Very one nice. hop over to first. Very nice. The second baseman, Isabella Thomas, with the nice snag. 4-3 on the put up there, the put out. And Exeter is down in order. One, two, three. We played three full. It's 8-1 Exeter. We'll be back. It's the Exeter Sports Network. Hurt playing sports? Count on Penn State Health Sports Medicine to help you get back to doing what you love. Weekend warriors and pro athletes get complete care from our skilled sports medicine providers. They'll help you avoid future injuries with a treatment and recovery plan tailored to you. Same day and next day appointments available. Call Penn State Health Sports Medicine at 610-378-2255. That's 610-378-2255. It's the Exeter Sports Network. Morgan Herb mowing them down thus far. Yes, she gave up the first inning run. Since that time, she's got five strikeouts. Her pitch count through three innings, 31, 13 in the first, 10 in the second, and only eight in the third. The first batter stepping in is, take a look here, the number three batter, the actual starting pitcher, Aaron Cromwell. First pitch to her is a ball as we start this fourth inning. From the Twin Valley perspective, Darren, they needed that one, two, three inning. They absolutely did. They needed some momentum. Here's the pitch. It's a fly ball to center field. She's under it. She squeezes it. It's going to be the first out. Catch a number, because I threw down the wrong number once they changed everything. Let's see if I can figure out who the center fielder is. Yes, it's Ella Erbst. Nice play there by Ella. For the first out of the inning. Until we get a little deeper in the season, and we recognize the girls by sight, depending on numbers. Well, like I said, I usually, when if I don't get here or for whatever reason we don't get that lineup, I'll take a look at some prior games leading up to this and get a pretty good idea as far as where their lineup is. Yeah. Well, as recently of, a, let's say, five days ago, they changed their whole lineup, and Cromwell actually started that game, so I thought I was safe. All right, so the count now one and one. To the batter, Megan Burnett. Two and one now. High well, pitch inside. High pitch inside. There you go. Jerry caught it. Two and one now. Well, you can't do everything, Darren. That's all right. That's why you're here. She fouls this one off to the left side. It'll even the count at two. You know, it doesn't hurt. 
it really doesn't help. And, and you know, of course, I'll talk about age here, and anybody who is bifocals can understand this. I don't have bifocals, and maybe I'm fighting bifocals. So looking down, it's one of those i got to pop my glasses up, and then i got to bring them back down. So it's just enough of a delay to have you here. So here's the pitch. It is in there for a called third strike. That'll set Burnett down. Rung her up. It is the second out of the fourth inning. Kylie Wheatley will step in. Here's the first pitch. It's a pop-up. Here's Boyles in foul territory oh, on the left side. She makes the play. Three up, three down for the Raiders in the top of the fourth. We played three and a half, eight, one Exeter. We'll be back. It's the Exeter Sports Network. The new Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. There's something every day of the week. Dancing to the oldies on Monday, open mic Tuesday, trivia or live music on Wednesday, Thursday is karaoke with Angie, and live music Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Entertainment galore, great food, and the friendliest people in Berks County. The new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Freedensburg Road in Exeter. It's the inn thing to do. Check Birdies' Facebook page for the full entertainment schedule. Now let's get back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. Wind picking up just a little bit here. Delaney Simmerly will begin her second inning of work. Coming up for Exeter will be the top of the order, Taylor Hill, the center fielder. One for two with a single and a run scored. She's coming to the box. Similarly walking to the rubber. The umpire says you're on and here we go. First pitch, down low, ball one. Jerry, much like when we watched Governor Mifflin play the, the boys the other night, about a week ago now. Yep. You had Tyler Minnick at the top of the lineup for Governor Mifflin. Second ball called strike. But I see Taylor Hill being something of that. She's got the ability to get on base, to put pressure on that defense, make things happen. And of course, a run scored today. Here's an off-speed pitch called strike. One yep. and two to the center fielder, Hill. You absolutely need at least one of those players in your lineup to make things happen. Simmerly has the toe on the rubber, takes a look in for the sign. She's got it. Here's the pitch. Fouled off to the left side. Oof. Out of play. Count will remain one and two. Yeah, Simmerly's got a little more pop to her ball than the uh, the opening pitcher had. Against Redding, Taylor Hill. Went two for four. Two runs scored, two RBIs. Here's a shot to the right, just over the outstretched arm 
of the second baseman. It falls into right field for a hit. And Taylor Hill has her second hit of the game. Second baseman is kicking herself for that one. That's that's one of those tough ones. Just over the outstretched arm, and she's on first. Caitlin Stanley steps in. Here's the first pitch to her. It's a called strike. On the day, she's one for one, a double and a walk. That's a productive day already. <laughs> that's right. In fact, and if you want to call it the RBI and a run scored, here's the pitch. Popped up to the second baseman. She squeezes it for the out. That's the first out of the inning. Second baseman Shannon Hale for Twin Valley. Hale redeemed herself a little bit for missing that other one. First pitch to Jaritas Flores is high and over the catcher's head. It allows Taylor Hill to advance on that wild pitch. She was going anyway, Darren. Wild pitch was merely a, uh, a bonus. Well, when you're going on a wild pitch, it makes it even better. 1-0 to Flores. Here's the pitch. She smokes it just past the shortstop, her outstretched arm. So she'll get it to first, and that will allow Taylor Hill to advance to third. Hill made a turn like she was going to run home, and and, and uh, Coach Kasner, whoa, 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 whoa. The key was how far that ball was going to get beyond the shortstop. It was a nice effort by Carly Arbogast, but ultimately she couldn't bring it in. So that's runners on the corners now for, guess who, Morgan Herb, one for two with a home run. Hmm. Simmerly's first pitch to her, it's a swing and a miss. Swinging for that fence again. One strike to counter her. She's in the box, here's Simmerly's pitch. In there for a called strike. She's in the hole, nothing in two. Darren, do you have a stat on how many home runs these girls have hit? No, I don't. the Exeter Lady Eagles? <laughs> no. no, you don't, do you? No. No, because we can't find any. <laughs> Some of the uh, fun stuff as far as doing high school games. Not everybody has all the information you'd like to have, so you get creative at times. Third pitch is up high for a ball. It's one and two. The standings right now in Burks 1, Governor Mifflin and Wilson sit atop 4-0. and oh in league play. Exeter 2-1, Muhlenberg 1-3. Redding 0-5, Morgan Herb swings and misses. That's a strikeout for the second out of the inning. Up comes the shortstop, Haley Schwenk. Haley on the day, two for two, a double and a homer. Here's the pitch, it's a ground ball. Gets past the pitcher. Arbogast tries to get her at first base, but it gets by the first baseman. So Flores thinks about scoring, ultimately has to stop. Now she's going to try to score. Toss in. She slides. She's safe. safe. <laughs> so the ball gets by the catcher. Flores was about 10 feet beyond three, thinking about going home. 
So Schwenk ends up on third. Hill scores, and then Flores scores on the error. So give Schwenk an RBI. And then ultimately taking second and third from the ball being thrown into the catcher and then slowly weeping away from her. A great base running by Flores. A good eye by Coach Kasner to send her. She was halfway up on her initial turn when she pulled back and the ball came in to the catcher and she just went. 10-1 Exeter. Elena Zatorski steps in the box. First pitch up high for a ball. One and two. She's got a single and a strikeout. Here's Simmerly's pitch. Swing and a miss. Going to leave in the count at one. Elena's first time up. She did a nice job staying with the pitch. Laced a single right up the middle. Here's the pitch. Down low. Two and one. Third baseman trying to unnerve Schwenk by coming up next to her, holding her glove up. Here's Simmerly's pitch. It's a pop-up. First baseman in foul territory. It hits her glove, but she's not able to squeeze it. <laughs> Kylie Wheatley was under it. Couldn't squeeze it, though, so take the count to two and two. Let's see if it works in Exeter's favor. Here's the pitch. It's off speed, it's a grounder to the third baseman. She's got it, fires it over to first, and there's the out. Nice play by the third baseman, Briley Ketterer, and that is the third out of the inning. We have played four full. It's Exeter 10, Twin Valley one. We'll be back. It's the Exeter Sports Network. State Health St. Joseph is here for all of your health and wellness needs. Whether it's our primary care and specialists throughout the region seeing you soon, our urgent care centers in Muhlenberg, Maiden Creek, and Straustown seeing you quickly, our emergency room in Burn Township seeing you now, or our on-demand app and walk-in lab, mammography, and imaging services seeing you anytime. We're ready when you need us to get you back to the health you need to live the way you want. Visit PennStateHealth.org to learn more. And now back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. We are back at Ripton. We go to the top of the fifth inning. It's Exeter 10, Twin Valley 1. Morgan Herb finishing her warm-up pitches on the mound. We gave you the Burks one softball standings. Here's Burks two. Twin Valley leads the 
division at three and two. Conrad Weiser Fleetwood at two and two. Daniel Boone at zero oh and three. Twin Valley will start off the fifth with their left fielder, number 25, Emma Hahn. She's 0 for 1 with a strikeout looking. And of course, as I say that, it is a replacement player, so we'll get that for you in a moment. It's going to be number 11, Maggie Stoltzfus. First pitch fouled back, strike one. Here's Herb with the second offering. Swing and a miss, strike two. A really nice pitch there, Darren. Take her out of her socks with that one. Nothing in two to the batter's Stoltzfus to start the top of the fifth. Here's the pitch. Swing and a miss, struck her out. Six strikeouts, seven strikeouts on the day for Morgan Herb. That'll bring up the catcher, Haley Barton. She nothing for one with a strikeout. Here's the first pitch in there for a called strike. You can tell Morgan's throwing pretty hard. We can hear that catcher's mitt crack from here, and we're a good ways away. Great observation, Darren. I mean, we're all the way, we're practically at the left field fence. And if we're hearing it here. Here's the pitch. Blows it by her, swing and a miss. Strike two. Yeah, as I was setting up, coach was, was throwing balls to the girls out in left field. He said, Jerry, back up in your perch. Here's the pitch. It's an off speed. It's outside. Ball one. It'll take the count to one and two. But Morgan's come a long way throwing that off speed. I remember last year watching her. She was coming around with her control, but she was a little frustrated. The off speed, she couldn't get it to exactly where she wants. I think she's there now. A lot of hard work. So here is strike three. Blows it right by her. Swing and a miss. Strikeout number eight on the day for Morgan Herb. Two outs here in the top of the fifth. That'll bring up the center fielder, Ella Herbst. Darren, I've had a lot of conversation with Morgan's mom, and she plays in the offseason. She trains in the offseason. She's taken this very seriously. Here's a pop to the shortstop. She squeezes it, and that's Haley Schlenk ending the top of the fifth for Exeter. We played four and a half. It's 10-1. Eagles will be back. It's the Exeter Sports Network. The new Birdies Inn is the hangout spot in Exeter. In addition to entertainment every night, Birdies has a great menu too. Traditional pub food like wings, nachos, and chili as well as non-traditional fare, such as fish and chips, they'll kill boss a cheesesteak, plus the best burger and burgers. Yes, I said it. 
the best burger in Berks. Two bars, including the enclosed, until spring that is, deck. Two dining rooms, smiling servers, and great drink specials. The new Birdies Inn, where they remind you to have fun and be kind. This is the Exeter Sports Network. We are back at Exeter. 10-1 Eagles as we go to the bottom of the fifth inning. Jerry, just taking a look at some of Morgan Herb's numbers. She gave up that first inning run, the double by Arbogast, and then Aaron Crowell, the double to bring her in. Since that time, the second, third, and fourth, and fifth innings, three up, three down. So she had a little bit of an opening jitter. Seven Ks. I think that says it all. It certainly does. She settled down and look out. All right, so Simmerly's back on the mound for the bottom of the fifth. Here's the first pitch. Ground foul to the right side. It's the first baseman, Cheyenne Boyles. Cheyenne one for two on the day with a single. And a run scored. Here's the pitch. It's off speed. It's a soft grounder back to the pitcher. Over to first for the out. So Boyles is the first out of the inning. Darren struggling with the wind, folks. Papers one, are blowing all over the place. One to three on the put out. I'll let you tell the, the fans that. One three on the put out, folks. Oh, you meant about the papers. Okay. <laughs> no, if you want to say that too, go ahead. <laughs> So similarly on, similarly on the mound. Well, Darren, why don't I just do everything? Yeah, okay. <laughs> you might as well. <laughs> All right, so we have a new batter for Exeter. We'll see if we can keep the pages at a minimum till we get to it. Of course, why would we want that to happen? But the new batter, Megan Moyer. First pitch, a strike. Here's Simmerly's offering. It's inside, ball one, evens the count at one. Simmerly has the rubber. Here's the windup and the pitch. It's low, ball two. Two and one to the batter Moyer. Similarly, steps off the mound, grabs some dirt. She's up, toes the rubber, got the sign. Here's the pitch. It's a rope to left field, gets over the shortstop's head. She's on first with a single. Nice bit of hitting there, and Jerry, here's something Exeter has done so well. You take a look, yes, they've gotten the two home runs today, but the majority of their runs have come from small ball, singles and doubles. Absolutely. So I'm sure there's a pinch runner. Or a courtesy runner, one or the other. Oh yeah, see? I just go right back to pinch runner. <laughs> it's the way I, it will always be. I'm a, I'm a baseball purist. What can I say? I think it's the same one from the other inning. 
Up next, Kaylee Sharp will be the batter. She's in the game for Alexis Turner. One out in the bottom of the fifth. Exeter leads 10-1. 22 facing 22. Megan Moyer on first. First pitch to Kaylee Sharp is a ball. We'll see if Exeter can put this run across and 10 run them in five innings. I was just going to say that winning runs on first. Summerlee steps off the mound. She's back on it. Here's the rubber, the toe, the pitch. Down low, it's ball. 2-0 to the batter, Sharp. The pitch. Swing and a miss at a high fastball. Strike one. We're hearing the wind so strong because it's right in our face. You are correct. Similarly has the mound, takes a look in, Sharp's ready, here's the pitch. It's a pop to the right side of the field. The second baseman has it. She squeezes it for the second out of the inning. The play there, Isabella Thomas. Two outs in the inning. We go back to the top of the lineup. The center fielder, Taylor Hill. Two for three on the day with two singles. Two runs scored and two RBI. Here's a shot over the middle. Very nice. Nice play by the shortstop. Very nice. Arbogast catches the pop just beyond second base, and that is the third out of the inning. We've played four and a half here at Rifton. It's Exeter 10, Twin Valley 1. We'll be back. It's the Exeter Sports Network. Selling or buying a house? Call Mikey LeBron of eXp Realty. Mikey is a full-service realtor dealing in residential, business, and investment realty services. Whether it is local, statewide, national, or even international, Mikey can fulfill your real estate needs. Service to his customers is his prime focus, and that has put Mikey in the top 15% of all real estate agents in the nation. Contact Mikey LeBron at 484-772-5106 or on the web at myagentmikey.com. It's the Exeter Sports Network. We have played five full. Here at Exeter, 10-1 Eagles. Twin Valley will send up their two, three, four hitters. Starting off with the second baseman, Caitlin Stanley. One for two on the day with a double, an RBI and a run scored on a walk. Here's the pitch. It's up high, ball one. Morgan steps off the mound, toes the rubber. Here's the pitch. 
It's a ground ball to the shortstop. She's got it. Long throw. Nicely done. A play by Haley Schlenk. Schwenk, excuse me. Nice play there. It was a slow grounder to her. She's able to scoop it up, get it over to first for the out. Darren, both uh, <clears throat> Schwenk and the third baseman, Belonsky, went after that ball. It got past third. Schwenk picked it up. Nice throw. Out number one. Here's a grounder to the right side. It gets through. So Carly Arbogast has her second hit of the game. She now two for three with a run scored. Up comes the third baseman, Briley Ketterer. Here's the first pitch. She hits a soft pop fly into right field. It'll drop for a hit. It's scooped up. They try to get the runner at second, but Flores late with the throw. So give Ketterer a single. And the Raiders have first and second with none out. One out, excuse me. Up next, Erin Cromwell. She started the game pitching for Twin Valley. One for two on the day with a double and an RBI. First pitch to her is a strike. Cromwell with about half a swing there. Next pitch inside, it's a ball. Evens the count at one. She regretted that one. Oftentimes you do when that happens. So Morgan Herb takes a look. She toes the rubber. Here's the pitch. It's a laced into center field. Nice play on the line drive. Taylor Hill with the catch for the second out of the inning. Hill had her positioning just about right. She took maybe five steps in, caught the ball. Delaney Simmerly, the pitcher, now steps in the batter's box. Here's Herb's first pitch. Off speed, it's in there for a strike. Herb toes the rubber. Here's the pitch. In there on the outside corner with a fastball, nothing in two. Yeah, man. When you're leaning like that, as the batter did, you're hoping you don't get that call go against you. But she did. Nothing in two to Simmerly. Here's the pitch. Inside, ball one. Herb waits for the umpire. Got the okay. Toes the rubber. Here's the windup. Up high, swing and a miss. She struck her out. Strikeout number nine on the day for Morgan Herb. Sets them down here. 
in the top of the sixth. 10-1 Exeter. We'll be back. It's the Exeter Sports Network. State Health St. Joseph is here for all of your health and wellness needs. Whether it's our primary care and specialists throughout the region seeing you soon, our urgent care centers in Muhlenberg, Maiden Creek, and Straustown seeing you quickly, our emergency room in Burn Township seeing you now, or our on-demand app and walk-in lab, mammography, and imaging services seeing you anytime. We're ready when you need us to get you back to the health you need to live the way you want. Visit PennStateHealth.org to learn more. Back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. We begin the bottom of the sixth inning. Exeter will have their two, three, four hitters coming up. Caitlin Stanley, Juritas Flores, Morgan Herb. Delaney similarly comes out for another inning of work. Caitlin Smith one for one with a double and a walk. Here's the pitch. It's a ground ball to the shortstop. Nice play by Arbogast. Long throw makes the play. That real nice play. Backhanded it, dug it out. Smooth motion right to first. Had her by two and a half steps. Nice play there. We talked about how in a couple of their recent games that errors plagued them, with the exception of that one, they've played pretty solid balls. Just that Exeter has just smacked the cover off of it. Yeah. So Juritas Flores comes in. First pitch to her is a ball. Two for three on the day. Two singles, two runs scored, and an RBI. Here's the pitch. It's a ground ball foul on the left side. Darren, the reason that I asked uh, if we had the stats on how many home runs yes. the team may have, I mean, if we're seeing two in one game, they might have a bunch, as the boys do. I think the boys are up to nine home runs on the year. They very well may be. Here's the pitch from Simmerly. It's fouled off. Goes straight back. Oof. That orange car almost bought it. And the guy's getting in his car and moving. <laughs> Real quick. That's when you park it and you think, I'm safe. And then you realize, no, you're not. One and two, the count to Flores. That's a nice vehicle. It'd be a shame for it to get messed up by Here's a similar pitching. Here's a shot. I think it's going to come foul. Speaking Just to our left. Nope, it's short. Okay. Missed my car by 10 feet. We're safe. It was about, yeah, maybe 15, 20 feet away from us to our left. Had she straightened that one out, that had a chance. Yeah. So no the count question. remains one and two. Here's the pitch. It's a shot Ooh. to center. This one has a chance. It's gone. What'd you say, Darren? Jaritas Flores <laughs> on a one-two count puts a charge into it and sends that one over the bullpen. Darren, that is two really long home runs and one long home run. And today. with that homer, 
there is the 10 run rule as Exeter plates their 11th run. And Jerry, it's a final. Mama Mia, that snuck up on us. It certainly did. Well, friends, we will be back with some post-game comments after these commercial breaks. You're listening to the Exeter Sports Network on Jerry Gelliff Media. Playing sports? Count on Penn State Health Sports Medicine to help you get back to doing what you love. Weekend warriors and pro athletes get complete care from our skilled sports medicine providers. They'll help you avoid future injuries with a treatment and recovery plan tailored to you. Same day and next day appointments available. Call Penn State Health Sports Medicine at 610-378-2255. That's 610-378-2255. 2255. Selling or buying a house? Call Mikey LeBron of eXp Realty. Mikey is a full service realtor dealing in residential, business, and investment realty services. Whether it is local, statewide, national, or even international, Mikey can fulfill your real estate needs. Service to his customers is his prime focus, and that has put Mikey in the top 15% of all real estate agents in the nation. Contact Mikey LeBron at 484-772-5106 or on the web at myagentmikey.com. The new Birdies Inn is your entertainment spot in Exeter. There's something every day of the week. Dancing to the oldies on Monday, open mic Tuesday, trivia or live music on Wednesday, Thursday is karaoke with Angie and live music Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Entertainment galore, great food, and the friendliest people in Berks County. The new Birdies Inn, 160 Old Friedensburg Road in Exeter. It's the inn thing to do. Check Birdie's Facebook page for the full entertainment schedule. Back to the game on the Exeter Sports Network. We are back at Exeter. On the strength of that Flores home run, it makes it 11-1, Jerry. And on this absolutely gorgeous April afternoon, not only did Exeter come out with their number one ace on the mound, Morgan Herb, and we'll talk about her numbers in a second, but the bats came alive as well. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, so, So we have three home runs, one further than the other one and combine it with the fact that they played small ball as well. I mean, if you can put all facets, uh, all facets rather, of a, an offense together, you're not going to get beat. On the offensive side, you mentioned those three home runs, 13 hits in addition, of course, adding up to those 11 runs. Herb, six innings pitched, her line 
nine Ks, four hits, one run. When you have something like that on the mound, it certainly does make it easier coming up to the plate. But I'm going to give a lot of credit to the Exeter offense because Cromwell was Twin Valley's number one. She had shown some some prowess in some earlier games this year, and they hit the ball where she pitched it. And that's, of course, key in baseball, softball, whatever the case is. Whenever you're trying to pull the ball all the time, you're going to ground it to the shortstop in most cases if you're a righty or the second baseman if you're the lefty. So to be disciplined enough to be able to go with the pitch, which is exactly what they did, allows them to rack up 13 hits today. Darren, it's, uh, there's, there's no question about it. So, so let's add one more dimension to all that. Great pitching, great pitching, uh, small ball, long ball. How you beating this team? But to your point about Twin Valley, yeah, you're right. They they st- Exeter still scored on their ace pitcher after they brought her in. It's not like you could say, well, they they, they found the the pitcher on an off day. They took three on their ace. They did. And before I forget, Jerry, and I realize it's the postgame show, but quick shout-out, and fans, you who have been listening to the Exeter Sports Network have heard me talk time and time again about MikeDragoSports.com. For pennies a day, you are going to get the best sports outlet for all your Burks sports info. So check it out if you haven't yet. MikeDragoSports.com, independent journalism at its finest. So we go to wrapping up today's game. Morgan Herb came ready for Bear. She had a weak, and I'm going to say weak by her standards, first inning, giving up those two hits, which plated that first run. But after that, she came alive. She shut them down. Let's go inning by inning, shall we? In the second inning, three up, three down, two strikeouts, one of them looking. In the third, three up, three down, two strikeouts. In the fourth, three up, three down with a strikeout. In the fifth, three up, three down with two Ks. And in the sixth inning, a couple hits to start off the inning, but she's able to shut the door. She even gets a K to end it. And with power like that on the mound, and certainly you're going to ride her, and she is going to be able to lead this team and take them deep into not only uh, 5A, District 3, but even PIAA. Darren, no question. And she helped her own cause with the home run. And did you say nine strikeouts? Nine strikeouts. And then to win the game. And then to win the game in walk-off fashion with a home run. I mean, it's just, it's one of those things that, that, amazed by this team, we had really a, a, an incredible year last year and these girls are setting it up for this year too we go to the offensive side thank you jerry for muting me there a little bit of a you know any anybody that and i i feel for them because yeah. i'm going through it now too anybody that has allergies as far as this pollen that's going on right now absolutely ridiculous i've never in my life until this year this week and uh, my heart goes out to you all right Taking a look at the offensive prowess for Exeter, you go to the top of the line of Taylor Hill. She went two for three, and anytime we talked about that, anytime you get your your leadoff person on base, 
it's going to create challenges for the defense, and that's what it did today. Two runs scored for her, also two RBIs. Caitlin Smith in the second hole, she comes up with a double there in the second, bringing home a run, scores a run herself. You go to Jaritas Flores in the three hole, she goes three for four, two singles, a home run. Taking a look here, two RBIs, three runs scored. Morgan Herb in the four. She goes uh, one for three, but the home run, three RBIs. Haley Schwenk, the freshman in the five spot. She goes three for three with a home run and I believe three RBIs. So you take a look at the first one, two, three, four, five in the lineup and everyone is producing. And that what's going to do is when they say a rising tide raises all ships, that is going to raise the level of play on those six, seven, eight, nine. Not to say they did anything bad in this game. They were solid as well. But it, once their level of play or the offensive uh, prowess raises there, look out. And where are we? Seven games into the season? From a league standpoint, we're probably, let's see, three, two, got to go to the right page for that because, of course, everything is just all over the place now. But needless Eight, to I say, say I think it's, uh, three and they could be, uh, here we go. This is what I was looking for. All right, so Exeter now three and one in league play. They're going to be seven and four overall. Okay, so, so 11 games in, that means there is nine or ten left. I would say ballpark ten. Yeah, so you're hitting your stride midseason. Sky's the limit. It, it's whenever you're talking as far as March Madness, of course, in basketball or even playoffs, wherever you are, it's how you're playing midseason and Exeter basketball. This is what really happened there. They started hitting their stride midseason, and look where it took them to the state final. This is the spot where you start to see them come together. They start to put together some impressive wins, and that is going to build momentum. They're going to have that confidence that when they do go into districts and they do go into PIAAs, that they're going to be a force to be contend with. Great analogy, Darren to see uh, th these girls coming together right now. And, you know, there was a little bit of a struggle early on. I think they lost two or three, maybe more, early in, and they had a couple of spots. But the last two or three games, they have been rock solid. And today, I mean, forget it. So they win today 11-1. Let's give you some around the Exeter sports as far as what's going on in Exeter sports. Varsity baseball currently stands at three and two in league play. Softball goes to three and one in league play with their victory today. Boys track is undefeated at three and zero, oh, four and zero oh overall. Oh, correct. Girls track two and one. They're two and two overall. Boys tennis. Teddy Snyder, he of basketball lore. Boy, Teddy Snyder. Leading the team to a six and two league mark right now. They're ten and five overall. Here we go, boys volleyball, 6-0 and in league play, 10-0 and overall. So volleyball certainly hitting their stride. Darren, uh, Tom Legath actually called me one day last week and said, hey, Jerry, what do you think of broadcasting a volleyball game? 
And I said, you know, Tom, I don't know if we have anybody that can do it, but we're up for anything, dude. We are. I'll learn volleyball. I've watched enough mm-hmm. of it that I don't think it would take too long to become familiar with it. Do you think you can? There isn't anything we can't do, Jerry. This is <laughs> this is the Exeter Sports Network. Are you kidding? Put a challenge in front of us. Look, we've called football games from the 10-yard line on the opposing bleachers. There isn't anything we can't do. <laughs> That's right. That was an Elizabeth town. Oh, That's that was right. a great one. So wrapping up as far as what's going on with Exeter, boys lacrosse is 5-1 and one in league play, and girls lacrosse is at 3-3. Three and three. Darren, big news on the boys lacrosse <laughs> side of things is that Ty Jonas became Exeter's all-time scoring leader. And that kid, he, he, he had, let me see, in his last two games, he's got 17 goals, and if I remember correctly, eight assists, 25 points in his last two games. And he tweeted last night, you know, I'm I've, I've so, so happy because I've become the, the all-time leading scorer in Exeter history. And he... He, he just he, he's amazing everybody and of course is he going to where is it is he going to vmi i would have to let that up to you yeah i think i just read that the other day he's going to vmi for uh to play lacrosse kids a wonder not 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 a bad deal huh yeah all right jerry well i don't know is there anything else we need to talk about here of course we can talk about our next game in less than 24 hours we will be back on the air tomorrow morning it's an 11 a.m game at twin valley so make sure you're joining us for the pregame somewhere around 10 50 but get here early you can listen to jerry's tunes before we get to that point jerry's tunes yes i uh i I got everything cleared earlier this week funny occurrence darren yesterday again tom legath calls me and and he goes jerry i just saw your tweet about the saturday morning game uh, it's not at 11 o'clock. It's at 2. And I said, Tom, double-check that, man, because I've got 11. So he emailed Taylor Tomlinson, who's the AD at Twin Valley, and she said, oh, yeah, it's at 11. So we do have that confirmed. Fantastic. <laughs> so fans, join in tomorrow, 10.50 a.m., like I said, a little bit beforehand. You can hear Jerry's playlist for your varsity boys Take on the Twin Valley Raiders, kind of like the home-and-home with the Lady Eagles and the boys' varsity team. So we will be in Elverson tomorrow for that game, Jerry. Looking forward to it. The rain is supposed to come, apparently, but not until mid-afternoon. So with an 11 a.m. start, at this point, we're expecting to get that game in. It would be great if we could. Regardless, I'm bringing the canopy. The canopy that I bought last year and we've not used yet. I'm bringing it just in case. Is that regardless or irregardless? Well, we can go with either one. I'm a fan of regardless. So am I. I'm I, traditional. Anybody that uses irregardless, and I'm sorry if you're listening and you're one of them. Eh. All right, there we go. We've we've addressed that. Now I'm going to smack you if you say it around me. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> All right, friends. Well, that's a wrap from Exeter Township Senior High School. Your Lady Eagles 11, the Twin Valley Raiders 1. Again, join us tomorrow morning, 10.50, as the boys take on Twin Valley. That's everything that we can bring you from Riften today. For producer Jerry Gelliff, I'm Darren Ziner. Thank you for joining us on the Exeter Sports Network. Have a great evening. Thank you for joining us on the Exeter Sports Network for Exeter Eagles Varsity Softball. 
Brought to you by Penn State Health St. Joseph Medical Center on the web at PennStateHealth.org and with comprehensive facilities at Exeter Ridge and the new Birdies Inn at Five Points in Exeter. This has been a presentation of Jerry Gellif Media. Good night.